and I thought we are just going to go back and do his math over this year. And I remember telling the examiner that year because we tested at Cardinal Glennon often. I told the examiner math is going to not be great this year because I just spent an entire year reviewing. We had to. We had to. It was, um, you know, I won't even say how awful it was. It was just that bad of a year. Well, it turned out his math scores were higher than ever (laughs) because he understood it. Welcome to the Homeschool Journal, a show that unpacks the joys and journeys of the classical homeschool family. Here's your host, Carrie McGraw. Well, again, my blessing today is to have Cheryl Swope, the author of Simply Classical Curriculum, with us here at the Homeschool Journal. Cheryl, thank you so much. You are welcome. Um, thank you for I can't believe we finally have here. you here in yes. the studio. Woohoo! Um, so let me tell everybody a little bit about you. Even maybe maybe some already know, you know, if they're watching, but. To share your background, I think, is really important. Um, Cheryl has a master's degree in special education, lifetime teaching certifications in learning disabilities and behavior disorders. Now, with that background, here's the personal side. So with her husband, who now of 31 years, um, they adopted twins, very special twins, Michael and Michelle. And now, now, how old are they now? They're 26. They're 26. And how old were they when you adopted them? They were just uh, almost 14 months old. Wow. Now, Michael and Michelle live with autism, learning disabilities, and schizophrenia. Mm -hmm. And so this woman's beautiful background and open heart, um, just the Lord called, at least that's my, my take on it, to create Simply Classical Curriculum. The first, first though, the book, Simply Classical, A Beautiful Education for Any Child, right, was published in 2013. Okay. And then followed your first publication of curriculum in 2014 with Memorial Press, and that brings us to Simply Classical, right? That's correct. And so... From that, we are going to share Cheryl's story today because her story is a story of so many families that were in need because Cheryl also chose to homeschool uh, Michael and Michelle. Um, and in that journey, we're going to get to hear where Simply Classical came to life. And so it is our blessing to to listen to Cheryl's story because Cheryl, the story, your family story, to me, is also just a portion of the story of our Memorial Press founder, Cheryl Lowe, because it was always her goal to make this beautiful, classical Christian education available to all children. And you came along and were part of that package in making sure that we at Memorial Press can reach all children. So God bless you, first of all. Thank well, and God you. bless Memorial Press. Uh, yes. Well, amen. And Cheryl, for ha- the, the other yes. Cheryl, for having, Cheryl, yes. for having that vision. The main Cheryl, yes, That's for right. having the vision. Well, I don't know yes. the main Cheryl. Aren't you sweet? <laughs> so tell us, take us back to um, those beginnings. Just take us back to where you all met, how, how this came to be. How did you find, did you find Memorial Press first and then... Um, you know, come together to to create this wonderful experience. It is it is quite a story that I never expected to be telling. Initially, 
My husband and I had been married five years. We realized that we were not going to biologically have children. And then these um, special twins came into our lives and largely because of my background and because they did not want to separate twins. Mm -hmm. Some families only wanted one child and their worker admirably wanted to keep them together, of course. Wonderful. So we were moved to the top of the list because we eventually wanted a boy and a girl and here they were a boy and a girl. And then they had developmental delays, different special needs that really hadn't been identified fully because they were only 14 months old. Mm -hmm. But as soon as they came to us, we realized there were speech and language delays and um, it became apparent pretty quickly that they were on the autism spectrum. They both had attention difficulties. My daughter was the hyperactive kind, always on the go. My son was the inattentive kind mm -hmm. who needed to be roused. Mm -hmm. And um, so really, initially, my only story was just that I was homeschooling. For the first 10 years, it was just all about helping them to grow. And I was learning about classical education. So the parallel story is that I was trained in progressive education in my uh -huh. teacher training. Right. As I learned about Christian classical education, I became so committed to providing that for my children, even though it didn't seem like it was um, something that you would think of doing. It just it just made sense to me that if I was going to stretch them to their fullest and really give them the richest experience and, of course, teach the faith, then this is how I would go about doing this. So that was the first 10 years. But then I started seeing really miraculous academic and um, faith growth that I had not seen in previous settings, like the private special ed schools that I had taught in or the public school at one point prior to getting married, prior to having the kids, I had served over 12 elementary schools and I was in charge of their integration. At that time it was called mainstreaming. Mm -hmm. And we would, we would mainstream children who had behavior disorders, learning disabilities into the classrooms. And I never saw the kind of growth that I had hoped through that mainstreaming process. But here I was watching it unfold before my eyes with my own little kiddos. And also, I had failed in some of those programs as a teacher, partly because of progressive ed, partly because of my own just inherent weaknesses. But this seemed to be something that was helping them. It was it was more efficient, more um, efficacious, and more beautiful than anything I had ever done. So I knew from my own past failures that this wasn't me. This was really the approach, the content, everything that we were that we were doing. So I started looking at at this a little bit more professionally about ten years in. I was able to step back and start to see things. For example, little Michelle had a, a very severe semantic pragmatic language disorder when she was little bitty. She saw a wonderful language therapist that I talk about in Simply Classical. Mm -hmm. um, she became what I call my pedagogical compass. She was a classically educated nun 
at Cardinal Glennon Children's Hospital in St. Louis, where okay. we took, that's where I took my kids for therapies. Mm-hmm. We preferred to sidestep the schools. We preferred to go through private. I, I understand. <laughs> and I mean, a lot of people have success in the schools. Also, our insurance covered private. So that made uh-huh. the choice easier. But anyway, she, this language therapist, um, really targeted Michelle's language and helped me understand that grammar is important. She would say, mm-hmm. teach the parts of speech. We'll start with naming words. And Michelle was just little. She would send us home with cards of naming the a cow and a calf. Mm-hmm. And she just said, teach her so many words that she'll have this thesaurus in her head. Well, I think what's beautiful in that is that she saw the potential. She was helping you realize this child can learn and will learn and and on this path. So that's true. That's I, no, and also um she you know she didn't really know the potential. None of us did, but she took it seriously. Right. And that's the thing. And you think of Mrs. Lowe. She takes edu- she took educa- education seriously. Mm-hmm. And every child seriously. That's right. It's a difference than just saying um let's just go play, let's just go have fun. This was, um, she was as committed, this language therapist, as I was to helping the kids grow as much as they could. So I'm looking at the psychometrics. I used to teach in my graduate program psychometric courses, which just means the testing that they do. Okay. And what I saw is that back when Michelle was three, she was tested in receptive vocabulary, which is the vocabulary that we understand. She scored at the sixth percentile, which Mm. was the very same as what her IQ measured. Mm -hmm. So it was very low, but it meant that 90, if I'm remembering this correctly, I think it was the sixth percentile, 94% then of kids her age would understand more words than, than she did. Well, so flash forward, we had done Latin roots, Greek roots. We had played games with those cards. We had begun Latin studies. We had done literature, um, the language even of mathematics and science, a lot of general knowledge. So she's 11 now, and she was retested. So I'll use the standard score instead. Her standard score should be 100, 100 to okay. be average. Okay. So she was down in the low 80s, Okay, which is where her IQ was. Mm-hmm. Well, she was retested with using that same measure, same test, and she scored at 130. Oh, my heaven. She scored in the <laughs> gifted range for vocabulary. And you know what? Michelle. So I do. You can, I do. I know Michelle. I have her book, but we'll talk can. about that later. <laughs> right. So now she has books of published poetry uh, because words have become her, I say this often, it's become her solace yes. instead of her enigma. She mm-hmm. really didn't understand words and language before. And now she's so comfortable with words that she writes for her own um, her own pleasure. pleasure. And mm-hmm. yeah, she'll mm-hmm. rewrite the endings to books if she thinks that they really should have been ended a different way. And but now <laughs> that she is published in her two lovely books, she writes for other people's pleasure too. Well, that's, you know? yes. I mean, her that's, poetry is beautiful. Um, it is just such an opening into her heart. And she right. signed my book. 
Good. So, <laughs> I have an original. <laughs> she likes you. Yes, she likes you. Oh, good. Oh, good. <laughs> so we're flashing forward too much. Um, we are. Sorry. But, so then, so it was 2006. I remember it very well. This I, we had had them for for a, about 10 years at this point, and I was starting to see this um, this the fruits of of what I had come to embrace myself. So I wrote two friends. One was someone I had met through a classical ed forum. In the in those days, it was I don't know an email group more or something. Yeah. Absolutely nothing <laughs> still, like what no. is. Still, it <laughs> was, was a way to connect. Right. And so I appreciate now that we have the forum and we have ways mm-hmm. to connect because it was ways to connect. Um, a way to connect like-minded people who were also committed to this. But, you know, back then it was even more rare. Yes. So I wrote to that friend, and then I wrote to one of my best friends from high school who took the same writing courses that I did. We had the same favorite English teacher. I talk about him in Simply Classical, too. And I, I said, I want to tell other people that they can do this with their children who have special needs. Mm-hmm. And most kids who have special needs don't even have the the severity of what we what you are dealing with. had seen. Mm-hmm. And then we saw across such a wide range because they both ended up having learning disabilities and autism and mental mm-hmm. illness, as mm-hmm. you referred to. So um, so that was 2006. I said, I, I feel like I need to write about this. Mm-hmm. Then 2009. And oh, how fast the time goes. Yes. Mm-hmm. 2009, a classical education conference had sent out this, send us your topics sort of thing. And I said, I would love to see someone, you know, I'm a homeschool mom. I'd love to see someone at your conference. This was not Memorial Press. It was another one. Sure, sure. Um, Talk about classical education with children who have learning differences, learning disabilities, special needs. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, I've never attended your conference because I feel like there's nothing, nothing for, for me mm-hmm. and my children. Right. Well, the um, the organizer said, "Oh, that would be a great topic. Would you be would interested you like to come and talk?" <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 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 Oh, I've not this heard is, this story. <laughs> Most people haven't. <laughs> I said, no, I'm just saying, please find someone who, who will talk about this. They said, okay, we'll get back to you. We can't find anyone who will talk about right. this. So then my husband got his best Darth Vader voice, and he says, it is your destiny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I said, are you sure? So I went so scared to that conference. There were 12 people who attended. And I really thought I was going to have a heart attack in the, it was at a, um, at a college campus. So it was a dorm room. I really thought that I was going to (laughs) the night before, but then I thought, no, we have to, we have to share this message. Mm -hmm. And essentially what I did is I shared the historical basis. When you look back at Helen Keller and I talk about this in the preface, um, this is education. So we were the ones that took it and made mm-hmm. it into something different. And then that's what we handed mm-hmm. to our children with special needs. So mm-hmm. there's precedent for it. Well, there was a, 
um, a young mom of a little boy in that course. And I said at the beginning, I said, raise your hand if you have a child with special needs. And several hands shot up. And raise your hand if you teach children with special needs. Because we had classroom teachers, moms, homeschoolers, university people in that conference. It draws a lot of different folks. And then I said, raise your hand if you think you might have a child with special needs. Well, this little mom raised her hand and there were tears. Oh, heavens. Well, so as I started talking more and shared shared my children's artwork— shared because i said they would love to be here but it was all the way in wyoming and we live in missouri so that wasn't going to happen but i also shared their confirmation pictures so there's a cross behind in the Mm -hmm. um the church and this mom just was weeping because she had she had thought i'm going to homeschool all my children but i can't homeschool this one and um, she came away and told her father, who was on the board of this classical ed conference, this was the most important session that I've ever attended in all the conferences. And she's been going since That's she was little. Amazing. Well, it turned out that her father was Dr. Jean Edward Veith, who was someone I had admired forever. She spoke to her father. I already, by this time, 2009, had kind of this manuscript very roughly put together. So I asked him. He wrote to me then um, by email after looking at it, and he said, you must indeed write this book. So I printed that out, put it on my desk. Mm-hmm. Flash forward to <laughs> now it needs a home. Mm-hmm. So we had been using Memoria Press things. Okay. We had been teaching from Latina Christiana. We had taught from Famous Men of Rome. There wasn't much else no, there wasn't. from Memoria back right. then. But I loved the simplicity, the the lack of visual clutter, the um, the depth, the mm-hmm. the focus on mastery. They were mm-hmm. learning things. Mm-hmm. So it was only natural that I would want to talk to Mrs. Cheryl Lowe, whom, of course, I'd never met or anything. I sent her a letter thanking her for her materials and how applicable they were for us. Yes. And um, by way of example, I said that in Michelle's recent evaluation, now by now she was, I think this was probably now 2011. So she... um, she was 16 by this point. She was writing poetry in her. So in the evaluation, the tester said that she's achieving beyond her potential. <laughs> what, like, what does that mean? <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> but okay, then, I'm glad you're laughing now, but boy, I wouldn't have been laughing then. <laughs> well, it did strike me as funny. I thought, I guess she couldn't think of anything else to say, but... Um, but then also, she said that, for example, when asked to, um, oh, when asked to define the word decade, not only did Michelle define it, but then she referenced the Latin root decem, from which <laughs> the word comes, and began to count to ten in Latin. Beautiful. <laughs> so I was telling Mrs. Lowe this and saying, if you're interested in, in a writing project, I would love to work with you. And 
Mrs. Lowe said yes. yes. And it was January 2012, oh. which is exactly 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's And that's how Simply Classical, the book, was born. Mm-hmm. From there, Maybe Mrs. Lowe said, I'm going to turn you over to our curriculum director. And I'm thinking, no, don't turn me over to anyone. <laughs> you know, I love you. Right? <laughs> And then I met Tanya, okay, which I then understood why I had been turned over to this capable person. Yes. And Tanya said, people are going to want to know how to do this. Yes. Can you put it together in a curriculum? Well, I had saved all of my notes from the very beginning of all the things that my children memorized from the nursery rhymes that we started to up to the Apostles' Creed mm-hmm. and the Lord's Prayer. And... um. I said, I would love to do that. I'm the kind of homeschooler that always wanted to do the lesson plans to make them. Mm-hmm. I never wanted other people to do that. I loved doing the lesson well, plans. I have often said homeschoolers so, are a little bit of control freaks. You know, I know. So it's okay. We'll, gi- we'll give you that too. That's part of it. And you know what else? I didn't realize how well-researched the, um, the curriculum that you purchase can be mm-hmm. as it is with um, Memorial Press. Press. And and because of that, it is with Simply Classical. Mm-hmm. But So we started just with level A. That was 2014. That was, our, that was your first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we just are about to release 11 and 12. So A, B, and C are readiness. Mm-hmm. And then uh, 1 through 12, which takes a stu- can take a student all the way to 21, which is exactly what I wish I would have had back back then right and then keeps you on that path of classical christian education so there is the story There's that is the, story. the whole backstory how many people have you told that one to <laughs> not very many not the entire thing right so it's dangerous Carrie, well, if you ask me a question uh, oh, it is. <laughs> but that's what we wanted because cheryl every time that you or i or someone else in Memorial Press, because our, our CSRs will talk to families. You know, we are a very family-oriented company. And when we talk to people, particularly that have children with special needs, and I have, um, there is such a story behind that. It took us, and it's not time for my story, eight years to discover the dyslexia and dysgraphia in my eldest daughter. And I spent thousands of dollars, started with the public, you know, people. But, you know, there, there's a journey there, too. And when a mother, like that young woman that you met, um, you know, meets with, for the first time with someone or something that she can say they understand, this is my path, there are tears. Oh, there yes. Are absolutely yes. tears. And I will say, her name is Joanna, and I love her <laughs> dearly. And she um, she helped me write the preface. She's a very oh. good writer, just like her father, who has written, I think, now over 20 books on education and culture and Christianity. So um, Joanna was instrumental in helping with the preface that has touched so many people. Wonderful. And, yeah. So let's talk about the goals of Simply Classical. What is it? And I don't mean like, you know, every stage. I'm not talking about the curriculum. I mean, the overall goal of Simply Classical is to do what? That's a great question. The goal, the goal of the Simply Classical curriculum and the book 
really is to equip families, schools, administrators to not just know what to do, but to think differently about how to approach these children. children. So I have people who attend my workshops at different classical ed conferences just because they have always thought that if a child has dyslexia, for example, mm -hmm. then they probably are not going to thrive with classical education and and we need to just find an alternative for that. Cheryl, you're not kidding. When when we finally got a diagnosis, the first thing that we received was a list of things not to do. Mm -hmm. and, and I looked at that list and I said, no, no, we're going to find a way through. And I think that's what Simply Classical does. It finds a way through. And it treats every child as a beautiful soul, a whole person. And I'm saying this to you, the creator of it, from the vantage point of what I have gotten to see. Now, it wasn't a curriculum that I got to use. It wasn't around. Sorry. <laughs> I wish. But um, it's it's what I see in your work and in the way that it flows is to see that child not the, for the incredible potential that every one of them has and that it's an infinite potential. There's not, You know, when someone told you that she's uh, working beyond her potential— what is that? You know, I'm going to go back to that question. Sorry. <laughs> but so so what would you want? Um, is there anything else that you would want a family to know about Simply Classical in their home? One of the first articles that we ever wrote was, it was just titled, You Can Do This. And I think that that's the thing. It, you can You can use the curriculum. You can use the book. Simply Classical, A Beautiful Education for Any Child. You can use those things as a springboard, too. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's a cottage school, or mm -hmm. maybe it's um, some um, day, maybe it's a day school that has a special needs program. We're working a lot with schools, too. We started with homeschools mm -hmm. because that's what I knew, and I knew that it could be implemented in the home. We even, we have a a section on portable classical education because I also knew how important it was to be able to take it on the road for all of our therapies sure. and medical appointments and all of that. But but now schools too are embracing the idea that we can include all children and that doesn't necessarily mean in a mainstream setting, although mm -hmm. it can be, mm -hmm. but there there can be special programs tutoring or even just full day programs for the more severe, maybe intellectual disabled, um, intellectually disabled or children with Down syndrome or mm -hmm. people who need more one-on-one -on -one or small group instruction, but, and yet they can still be in that culture of the classical Christian school. So uh, I say at the end of Simply Classical, this is a springboard. You know, this isn't all in all, this mm -hmm. is to help anyone just move forward mm -hmm. with their children rather than giving up. It's it's a way to, to help people to embrace both the child and a Christian classical. The true, the good, and the beautiful is available to all. That's right. And should be available to That's all. That's right. Um, and, and I think, if I may say so, that it's not just a springboard, it's hope. 
It's hope for parents that may have felt hopeless. Yes. And so then let's get a little bit into, as we finish out here, a little bit into the actual structure of the curriculum. So how how would um, a parent come to uh, Simply Classical Memoria Press website, or Simply Classical has its website, mm-hmm. right? Uh, simplyclassical.com. Com, mm-hmm. right? Okay, got it right. <laughs> it's within um, Memorial Press, but we needed within, one easy way to send right, people. So right. simplyclassical.com. Right. Yes. Um, so how would someone start there and look and see, does my child fit? Where would my child fit? Where? What do we do within this curriculum? Right. Well, that's a great question. And there are two things. One is knowing that you can have individual resources. Maybe you just want some help with helping your child learn to write. Mm-hmm. We have Simply Classical Perfect. Writing. Perfect. Or maybe you just need a bridge from phonics to a traditional spelling program. Mm-hmm. Well, we have we have that bridge as well. The Simply Classical Spelling, Simply Classical Writing, Simply Classical Storytime Treasures, those were created as a way to bridge the gap from these leaps that seem to be made in other options. Okay. Some of our kids need more step-by-step. In fact, that's what we called them, and I do have— Good. It's um, show and tell time. It is okay. show and tell time. So here's— um, step-by-step sentences, simply mm-hmm. classical writing. You spoke to the the humanity and the dignity of each person. It was very important to me that these covers could be used by someone who's 14 mm-hmm. or someone who's six or seven, That's and right. it still would be truly beautiful. So Memoria Press, of course, um, was able to create those things. So this is very basic of how to write a sentence. We have color coding. We base these on little read-alouds. You can tell by the font, this is not an advanced writing course. This Mm -hmm. is just book one, step-by-step sentences, and yet the cover reflects multiple ages. That's right. And we have a Bible version of each one, too. So here's this beautiful sacred art and yet, it's the same. It's the so, same. Okay. Um, yeah. So here's David, the shepherd boy, and Jessica, our wonderful formatter who does everything simply classical. She created these images and the word boxes. And mm-hmm. so that's the step by step writing that I mentioned that anyone can use as a standalone. Similarly, our simply classical spelling, right? And again, we have. And and I want to take a moment and say to to parents about spelling don't give up. (laughs) Right. Don't give up on spelling. Right. You know, for many of these children that have a spectrum that may be somewhere on the spectrum of a learning disability, don't give up. Right. Yes. Be patient. And that's the thing that we saw with um, progressive education is that. Rather than breaking it down further and teaching it, Mm -hmm. we tend to jump to accommodations far too quickly. So Mm -hmm. let's just use a spell checker. Let's just use a calculator. And that is fine later on when they're in high school and they need to be writing their their theses, their thoughts. Mm -hmm. Then or doing advanced math, and they're still struggling with their math facts. We don't want to hold them back from what they are capable of doing. So we do give them those tools, but we see 
the accommodations coming so early. Yes. So Mm -hmm. then we're never teaching them to spell or teaching them their facts or teaching them to write a good sentence. And the children at that point in time have been given up on. You know, this is, and it breaks my heart. It just breaks my heart. Well, you know, I think that in a in a way, it has been a good thing. The accommodations were uh, were needed in a lot of our classrooms and even our homeschools, but the pendulum swung too, too far. far. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I think happened. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so we have the standalone resources. Another another thing is copy books. Mm-hmm. We have these beautiful copy books that can provide extra penmanship. And this is a I've, very memorial press thing. This is a very Cheryl Lowe thing, and 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 it's quite honestly, it's very aged in in education. The oh, copybook yes. has been used for hundreds of years, right. and and yet it was thrown out for quite some time by progressives. And and so God bless Cheryl Lowe for bringing you know yes. this this back to us and for bringing it into obviously simply classical. Yes, and we we used those in our house. Mm-hmm. very often for summer handwriting practice. Mm-hmm. My daughter especially, but well, really both now, they they both need a lot of fine motor practice. So those copybooks, we had so many of them from Memoria Press by the time they got to high school age, I was able to use those as their writing practice. What we did for Simply Classical is we shortened the verses. So here's sure. one, the Lord is with thee from Second Samuel that's all. And then we also have tracing. But again, in addition to they're but, able to memorize. They're able well, to copy. Yes. They're able to 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 hold this as their own. That's right. Um and feel accomplished. And really what is more important than the Lord is with thee? Oh, amen. <laughs> I'm glad you opened it to that page. <laughs> we uh, me too, because um we recently spent time with both children sick. My son had been in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Our pastor came just um, just Sunday to our house because we had not been able to make it to church. He he read from Isaiah 43, Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. Fear not, for I am with you. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I created for my glory, whom I formed and made. This is the message that comforts us, and it's the message that we can share with any child. And and it's what we speak of when we talk about, well, when I talk about simply classical being an education, well, classical education, being an education for the dignity of the human being. Yes. And and God's creation that we are meant to be educated in a light that shines upon him first. Right. You know, and does call us again to the true, the good, and the beautiful. I mean, we yes. use that all the time, but it is it is heartfully meant. Well so, exactly, especially knowing that Christ himself fulfilled truth, goodness, and beauty mm-hmm. for us. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's more than just those ancient transcendentals. It is. It's um, it's Christ Himself, and that the cover of Simply Classical is Jesus drawing all children unto Himself. And this is your book. That's correct. <laughs> now, to answer your question, um, you asked, what do people do? So I said, first, you can know that you don't have to purchase the entire curriculum. Maybe you just went Latin, but you want it taught 
with a more broken down approach. So here's another one of our resources. Mm -hmm. The We have this simply classical Latin games and puzzles, and they're a lot easier than the ones that I slogged through with my children. I'm with sure. The, the grammar crosswords and such. But again, we made it, but but I knew what we needed to do to break it down. Right. Um, okay, so that's one option. The other option is to to go with the whole curriculum mm-hmm. because then you know you're getting your Christianity, you are getting your math, your science, your history, your handwriting, your literature, and you don't have to piecemeal it yourself. You also don't have to break it down yourself. It is broken down. The only exception is for children with intellectual disability. We say take two years for one level. So that's, say, a child with Down syndrome. Mm -hmm. Then, um, so like level B, we like to divide that into two separate years. Level C, we say just do one week over two weeks. And you really could do that. You could do that with any of them. Just take one week and teach it over two weeks so that there's much more repetition. Or it could even be three weeks. It saves money for starters, for, um, it can for save our families. Too. But m- m- yes, much, much more so, right. You were right. Saving the heartache and the frustration, mm-hmm. not just the children, I'm but not the trying parents. To, to push, yes. but to be patient, to give that child and yourself time right? Um, to work in God's time. Not in our time. You know, so often I'm on, I'm on the phone with, with homeschoolers who are so worried. My child is this age and she should be at this grade. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Let's look at what she needs. Let's not be compared to what somebody put out there as a, a list of where she should be. Right? Sure. I mean, uh, we all have goals and we need to keep um, uh, moving forward and we need to keep our children moving forward and learning. But give yourself the patience, the time and work in God's time. Um, and see his time in the life of your child. Um, well, and the reality, too, is that it actually is counterproductive to try to just drag our children along. Because amen. I was there, too. I remember saying, they're so behind. What am I going to do? And But I thought, I can't just pull them along, wow. not understanding. So with my son, I he had a one really difficult year when his mood disorders were coming. And I thought, we are just going to go back and do his math over this year. And I remember telling the examiner that year, because we tested at Cardinal Glennon often, I told the examiner, math is going to not be great this year because I just spent an entire year reviewing. We Mm -hmm. had to. We had to. It was, um, you know, I won't even say how awful it was. It was just that bad of a year. Well, it turned out his math scores were higher than ever (laughs) because he understood it. So you actually do get ahead more, I found, by by digging in and really going for mastery, even though that seems like the longer process. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Any last thoughts um, of encouragement uh, for our, our families out there that, that might be looking at, maybe I have a child um, you know, that needs something different, uh, that needs a Simply Classical, uh, maybe a, a family that's in the middle of Simply Classical, in the middle of one of those years that you talked about with Michael. Any last encouragement for our families? I think the biggest encouragement is that at simplyclassical.com, you will find community. Amen. We have, and support, we have a forum that is filled with super helpful, kind, 
yes. welcoming, yes. simply classical families. Families that families. pour their hearts out to each other, you know? Yes. Uh, also a Facebook uh, 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 there run, is run one of our families. One yes. of the families. You don't run it, but no. One of the families of the, runs I'm, it. Mm-hmm. I'm still there because right. I enjoy those families. But <laughs> it's called Memoria Press Simply Classical Families. Mm-hmm. That's on Facebook. Um, our official is place the is the Simply is Classical the, Forum. Right. But then we also have a journal, the Simply Classical Journal, which is free. It comes twice a year. Mm-hmm. It is. Filled with articles that are very encouraging and not quite so demanding academically as the classical teacher. I know how I felt at that time. I thought, I will never be smart enough to read <laughs> the articles. Wait, did I just hear Cheryl say that? <laughs> classical <Time> teacher. <laughs> and then, you know, as we went along, a friend and I said, either we're getting smarter or they're explaining this better. <laughs> But it is it's something you grow into, mm-hmm. and then you do appreciate the the depth the of depth. the articles in the classical teacher. But the simply classical journal, I wanted it truly to be for any mom, even the weary mom mm-hmm. and the weary classroom teacher who just needs a little bit of give me like our last one, twenty one tips on teaching perfect children with learning difficulties, perfect. just right there. So. Um, and then also there are readiness assessments mm-hmm. on that same website where you can go and you can determine how to place your child. But most of all, just contact me. I I really, um, it is my mission. I work from home in my house in Missouri and um, it's Cheryl Swope, C-H-E-R-Y-L-S-W-O-P-E. At memoriapress.com. Cheryl Swope at memoriapress.com. She does work from home. I've been on Zoom with her many times at her kitchen table. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. It's always clean, too. That's not fair. (laughs) Just before Zoom meetings. (laughs) Cheryl, thank you so much for the hope that you bring to so many families, for the gift that you bring um, to Memoria Press, for the gift that you have brought to me, just to know, uh, even someone who didn't have access to all of this, um, just to know that it is out there, that I can encourage other families in this manner um, and know that that need is being met. You are a gift. Thank you so much. Thank you, Carrie. All right. God bless. Everybody have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Homeschool Journal. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever else you get your podcasts. If you like our episodes, consider leaving us a positive review and sharing it with a friend. Help us to find more friends to join our homeschool family. I want to give a huge thank you to the Memoria Press Podcast Network for hosting our show and ask that you check out all of our great podcasts there. As always, I'm Carrie McGraw. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. You've been listening to the Memoria Press Podcast Network, providing a classical Christian perspective on the world of education. To learn more about Memoria Press, visit memoriapress.com. To connect with us, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.